I'm not sure it's really helping your book sales. Finally, Millie Bobby Brown is getting very honest about how she feels for the final season of Stranger Things. And honestly, she can't wait to be done. She sits down for an interview with Glamour saying, it's kind of like your senior year of high school, the final season of Stranger Things, which is due out next year. She said, when you're ready, you're kind of like... All right, let's do this. Let's tackle this last senior year, and then let's just get out of here. She adds that Stranger Things takes up a lot of time to film, and it's preventing her from creating stories that she's passionate about. So to say I'm ready is to say the least. Thank you and goodbye. She did have a little bit of gratitude about the fact that she probably wouldn't have the career she has now without the show, but it's definitely ready for it to be over. You know, I saw that uh, this this story, and I also saw that there was a likelihood that the show might not come out until 2025 or even 2026. Yeah, in fact, lots of shows and movies could be pushed by more than a year as this SAG after strike continues. All of your celeb scoop at WestMichiganStar.com. Good morning, Stu. It's Mac and Schmitty, and uh, you know, I mentioned it a second ago. Some of us do it all the time. Some people, it's been years. The last time you legitimately naturally just screamed out loud because it doesn't happen that often for a lot of people. Like I was thinking about this and I'm a sports fan. So I yell all the time, right? I shout, but I can't think of the last time that I legitimately guttural screamed out. So is this a fear scream? Uh, it could be a fear scream, could be a pain scream even too, okay. like, a, like a legitimate, because that's the thing. I, I mean, I would say, you know, when I stub my toe or have been injured or twist my, you know, something like that, but I don't scream when that happens. I go silent. You know what I mean? I go into, it might be an, ah, and then, I, and then I'm quiet because okay. I'm just so angry and focused. Well, last night at football practice, Schmitty, um, you know, these are all anywhere eight to 10 year old kids, seven to 10 year old kids. And they're out there playing, and this one kid, really good kid, but he's um, he's a bit more serious. You know, he's not one of my kids who's constantly yelling and screaming and you know just running around like crazy. He's really good, and he's takes and it pretty seriously. It. He very yeah, much. We is. know those kids. Such a sweet kid though, too. But he's running around out of the field. The kids are getting ready to, to start practice, and so they're playing like sharks and minnows. And he goes down, and I hear. I, I can't even try and duplicate it because I hear this guttural blood curdle scream when he falls and his dad like you can tell like this is not something that comes out of this kid's mouth almost ever because his dad is that's what we're all thinking we're like oh man this is the worst he's you know some pulled he's torn something he's broken something this is bad just this ah, scream is like out of the top of his lungs couldn't control it and we get over there schmitty and he has a streak of dog crap from the side of his leg, on his arm, on his like like this, he slid through this big pile of dog dew. Business. He couldn't help himself. Yeah. This kid, he. I'd his, scream for the exact same his, reason, my guy. His dad comes down <gasps> from like this utter panic <sighs> shock moment where he thought he was on his way to the hospital with the kid, and he's like, he's like, oh. Are you all right? He's like, it's it's all over me. It's not like yeah. I mean, it was on his hands. This kid. I mean, technically, I still want to go to the hospital <laughs> because I just I want to get I want to get that tested. I want to get that big giant thing that you pull the cord and it just floods you with water. But afterwards, uh-uh. the, the dad's like, honestly, I I couldn't I can't believe that it was only that. I'm so thankful that it was just Ooh. something disgusting like that because I haven't heard my son scream like that in years. Well. He's like, I have not heard a scream that kind of sound come out of my son. Since he was a baby, maybe. He goes, I was not prepared 
for that kind of yell to come out. And I'm like, you know what? You don't scream that often. Like l- some people do. I do. And yeah. some people don't do it for years. Like I said, I can't tell you the last time that I let out a true, natural, full-on scream. Shmitty. Yesterday. <laughs> I, I got home from work and I didn't think anyone would be home. And then all of a sudden the basement door shut and Chris was standing there. And I mean, I could have shattered glass <laughs> on the window. I was so, I, I just, I let it out no matter what. There's no holding me back. Um, you know, I asked this on Facebook and you guys had some amazing answers. Tommy, Tommy Mar- DiMartino. 1993, when the Oilers lost to Buffalo after a 38 to three lead at halftime, right. I can see that. That's a, that's a what a 30 year old scream. It's been 30 years since Tommy last let one out wow. there, Smitty. Uh, on there, a lot of Detroit Lions football on there. But how about George, who said, "When I fell in the grave at a cemetery, I didn't at a believe funeral. that one." And if I you scream, didn't if you, I'll tell you what, if that happened to me, George, I wouldn't be screaming. I'd be so embarrassed you would not hear a peep come out of me. So I'm like, oh, oh excuse find me. Find a different cemetery. People shouldn't be letting that happen. Well, thanks for starting your Tuesday with us. Getting you feeling good right now on Star 105.7. It's Mac and Schmitty. And, you know, I am trying to imprint my love of space onto my kids. To varying degrees of success, uh, they're getting it. But things like this, I hope, will be an inspiration to them, especially to my daughter. This is so cool. I love this. One yeah. of the engineers who actually uh, helped propel NASA and SpaceX joint mission to an asteroid mm-hmm. is from right here in West Michigan, right here from Grand Rapids, 2.2 billion miles away. This massive asteroid is waiting for the Psyche mission rocket, which was just launched out of Cape Canaveral, Florida on Friday. This is so cool. And one of the engineers that was behind that, well, that's Lindsay Smith, who went to Comstock Park, uh, Comstock Park High School, Schmitty. And she is down there as an engineer working on this basically since 2019, first as an intern and then as a systems analyst and engineer there. And she actually just took in that moment when the rocket lifted off, thinking about what this meant, how much hard work went into this, and that you're about to see a rocket take off on one of the longest trips that we've ever made through space. This is so cool. This was her talking to Wood TV8. Oh, my God. Leading down to those final seconds before launch, it really hit me that it was all real and really happening. With about 30 seconds left, I started to get pretty emotional and then you know you hear everyone counting down that there's only 10 9 and yeah you start to see the smoke billowing out of you know out on the ground and then you have liftoff and then you see the the flames and then the sound hits you and it is just a surreal moment and yeah i was just trying to take in every little bit that i could yeah i can't blame her for that because this is Historic. This is a once in a lifetime thing. The first time that we've ever tried to get to an asteroid quite like this before. Uh, the rocket that she worked on get a travel to the 16 Psyche uh, Psyche asteroid, which is completely made up of metal, basically. And this rocket is hoping to like land on it, get samples yeah, like we've yeah. done uh, recently and give those back to us as well. So we can learn about the history of the universe in ways we never have before. And to think that things like that can start right here in Grand Rapids, right here in West Michigan is amazing. Well, I want to shout it out because the first time I saw this, she's the sister-in-law of Casey Jones that we actually partner up with at Wood TV. Yeah. So I saw all of his pictures and video over the weekend. They took their kids down there. And how cool to have an aunt that is 
part of this mission. They all dressed in their NASA gear, and it was really, really cute. And I know Casey's son loves space and yeah. has come in and talked about wanting to be an astronaut before. Now you've got an aunt that's got your way there. Pretty cool. This is incredible. The Iowa women's basketball team has come up with an idea that has set a new record. Head coach wanted her team to play an outdoor game, first one ever at Kinnick Stadium in Iowa, the hope of setting a women's basketball single game attendance record. Well, they did way more than that. Their big win over DePaul this weekend was called the Crossover at Kinnick's. They drew 55,646 fans, just about doubling the previous record of just over 29,000. But here's the reason I want to do the story. Players and coaches from both Iowa and DePaul participated with the crowd in the Hawkeye Wave. Oh, if you've so watched cool. any Iowa game, you have seen this tradition where they wave to young patients and families who are watching games through the windows at the adjacent Stead Family Children's Hospital. It's set up right next to the field. They also raised a pretty decent amount of money. A check for $250,000 presented during a break in the game and it was a very, very big deal, according to Iowa head coach. Before the game, I just talked to them about this being a historic day for us. She tells ESPN, we were playing for more than just ourselves, though. We were playing for the university. We were fighting for the children's hospital. We just talked about playing for everybody else, not for ourselves, and carrying that as a point of pride. I think it's really cool. I mean, I think the Kinnick Wave is the coolest tradition in college oh, sports. absolutely. Very cool. I feel like it comes at you twice a day to highlight amazing things going on in the world, especially when they can bring some positivity to your day that you can take with you. All right, we'll do it again this morning at 920 here on Star Wars 5.7. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. Alan Hamill, the husband of late Suzanne Summers, has been recounting their final moments before the 76-year-old passed away on Sunday, just one day shy of her 77th birthday. Talking to NBC News, Alan says we were in bed together and her breathing was erratic. I'd been talking to her for hours. There was no response except when I kissed her. That's when she responded. Then around five o'clock in the morning, she was gone. The two have had an incredible love story. 55 years together, 46 of those married. He has been by her side through all of her cancer battles and admits that it's definitely going to be hard, but he wanted to make sure he left nothing unsaid. Hamill wrote Suzanne a gushing love letter and actually gave it to her a day early. He was expecting it to be her birthday present when he realized that things were nearing the end and she probably wasn't making it out of this one, he actually read it to her and said it was one of the final things he knows for a fact she heard before passing. Oh my goodness. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, we're talking from the time she was in her early 20s, like 21, 20 years old. I mean, 55. she's 76 and they were together 55 years. Unreal. Donna Kelsey, Travis's mom, isn't the only NFL mom who wants to hang out with Taylor Swift. Move on over because Randy Mahomes has kind of met Taylor. Her son, of course, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, may have heard of him, shared a story to her Instagram standing next to a wax figure of Taylor Swift at Madame Tussauds. She included a big caption that said, finally, since everyone keeps asking, yeah, we're totally BFFs. <laughs> 
I honestly, I thought I, it was so fun. It is, but every person of the Mahomes family is a quirky human being. Are they not? Like, oh, from I the love wife it. To I the love brother. the mom. I love his mom. She's so funny. Speaking of Taylor Swift, fans are not holding back about her and Travis Kelsey's the quote unquote bold fashion choices. The two had a couple of big date nights over the weekend, and it was actually Variety that first shared some pictures and said, wow, these are really great fashion fashion choices. You guys are really showcasing your endless amount of fall feels. Not the same for even the Swifties. Some of them pointing out, why does Travis look like he should be in Color Me Bad? Another one adding, Taylor, honey, I think that top left in 1995, my favorite, the person who said, it looks weird. It looks like Taylor's walking out with Joey Fatone from NSYNC. <laughs> And it does. does. You cannot deny that. 100%. If you've seen video from the date night, which I have for you, with your scoop at WestMichiganStar.com. It's Mike and Spenny with you on this Tuesday morning. And man, was it uh, one where maybe a special fairy showed up overnight? Oh, we are anticipating. So my five-year-old son, Will, is not awake yet. I just checked with my husband, but we got a visit from the tooth fairy last night. Oh, man. Because we lost our very first tooth and we've been we've been watching this guy for probably two or three weeks now and he didn't want to he didn't want to pull it out he didn't want to do like the string attached to anything he yeah. just wanted it to you know go on his own we had the conversation when you lose it there's going to be probably like a little little baby dibby dab of blood but you're fine that's what you know that's a big kid thing so he lost it at school yesterday at school at school so i went and picked him up and he was so excited and he goes Big news, mom. Big news. It happened. And I he's just, he, he talks like a grown man. Uh, he hysterical. sounds like he's a reporter for the Action Nightly News. He does. And I said, oh my gosh, buddy, really? He goes, yep. I lost it in the afternoon. I said, okay. It, like, And you have it? He goes, it's in a Ziploc bag. Yep. My teacher said I could go down to the office because I lost my tooth. And then I got a star sticker. And I got to tell you, Mom, I've never seen any of the other kids get a star sticker like this one. <laughs> and he was so excited. And I'm like, man, I miss that so much. And like, he got back to class and he told all the kids he lost his tooth. And they were like, oh my gosh, Will. Like losing their ever loving mind. Yeah. Because losing a tooth rich. is such a big deal. And I'm like, Adulthood is lame. We don't do anything uh, fun like that anymore. It gets so much worse. Like, what do you wish we still celebrated as much of a big deal as we did when we were kids as we do as grown adults? You know, losing a tooth would be yes. uh, something, but that's actually a, a somber moment where you're like, what did I do in my life or like, I've got my you teeth know falling what? out, right? Let's make, you know, losing a crown. Let's Because uh, it's already a really depressing thing. You know, you've got to do a whole dental surgery. Let's, let's celebrate it. You know, why can't the tooth fairy come for crowns? This is true. I would love to see the tooth fairy involved in a longer portion of our lives. There's no uh, doubt about yes. that. But when it comes to, I said it as we kicked off the show, I would love it if people brought in treats on their birthday. Like, yeah. it's not other people bringing in treats for your birthday. That's very nice, but reserved for people that are your mom or very close to you. How about we just make it a practice when it's your birthday, it's your responsibility yeah. to celebrate yourself with the rest of us and, and bring, bring in, in cupcakes. Bring what? in cupcakes. For everybody. Yes. For every, That's the rule for everybody. I wish we still did holiday parties. Like, I wish we had a Halloween parade here. Oh. I would dress up. It's a, it's a Tuesday this year. You would? Because I, I have would. dressed up several years for Halloween, and I have been like the black sheep, I feel like, in this office. I was Clifford the Big Red Dog, for Pete's sake, one year. And what did I get out of that? 
Nothing. Not Some here. I don't looks. ever remember you dressing up here. Schmitty, you don't ever remember looking across the table at me and seeing me in a giant Clifford, a Clifford the Big no. Red Dog costume. 2019 Halloween, Schmitty. Where have I been living? Wow. Why do you not so I wish we did that. I also wish that we still did field trips. Oh, man. I would love, so right. like... And I think you can disguise it as team building, so you can use it as a write-off to the boss, right? Just like maybe instead of our all-staff meeting on Thursday, which let's be honest, does absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, take us somewhere, you know? Maybe we go, maybe we take a bus. I would take a bus. I would I, hang out with my coworkers a little bit longer if I meant we were going somewhere cool to do something awesome. Would we, like, could we go uh, team building? Could we go axe throwing together? Like, I'd want to like, go to Blanford Nature Center, or I want to paint, or I want to go to, like, my my kid just went to Ed Dunabat Girls Farm for his field trip, and it was super cool. I'm sorry, the butterflies are blooming exhibit when it's at Frederick Meyer Gardens. You telling me everybody wouldn't like completely. to hop aboard a party bus to go see the butterflies? Field trips completely lost That's on kids. That's a good kids. one. Starting with a 5.7, let's dive into our weekly event session. Salty. Now, I know I expect to probably get some some messages and maybe some calls. And this is not me hating on Christmas. This is me hating on the consequences of this. It's too early stores. I understand that maybe you're starting to do the changeover and you're putting out a few of the things. The wreaths are coming out, the garland. Oh, yeah. I know I was at Costco and the artificial trees have come out. But I went to Kohl's the other day to do an Amazon return. You have a lot of Kohl's And cash. they they have um, all their garland up, all their Christmas lights. They are blasting Christmas music from every single speaker in the store. Okay. And it's too much because my son is with me. And that means that every single day for the next two and a half months, I get asked, is tomorrow Christmas? Okay, but when I wake up, then it's Christmas. But Santa's coming tomorrow. How many But Santa's sleeps? on his way tomorrow. No, no, no. Not even how many sleeps. Nope. Because I can't even explain to a five-year-old mind that you have so many sleeps until Santa is here. We haven't even had Halloween yet. It's every morning. Did Santa come last night? Okay. No, but it's tomorrow. Okay. But Santa's coming in the morning. Okay. But if I go to bed tonight, Santa's going to be here. And I just... I get it, guys. We all have a bottom line. <laughs> and we've all... We want to start the Christmas shopping. I'm not hating on that. I'm just saying... Can we tone it down? Because, man, I have told this kid 12 times in the last four days, buddy, you got some time before St. Nick makes an appearance. Do they make a 90-day advent calendar? Because I feel like that might keep him at bay. You get a piece of chocolate today, and other than that, you know how many days are left. And then I got my two-year-old who doesn't know many words, but here's Santa and goes, (gasps) Santa? 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 I'm like, nothing ever. It's done. See you in the new year. Wow, bah, hum, uh, bah humbug. I yeah, mean, that might have been a slight overreaction. I'm uh-huh. not sure Coles has done that to anyone in a while. Wow. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. Singer Pink postponing two of her shows because of a medical issue in her family that requires her immediate attention. The singer announcing the postponements yesterday on Insta. This is today and tomorrow's gigs in Tacoma, Washington by saying, I am so sorry to inform the Tacoma ticket holders. The two shows will be postponed. Live Nation's working on future dates to reschedule, but family medical issues require our immediate attention. I send everyone my sincerest apologies for any inconvenience this has caused, and I'm sending nothing but love and health to all. 
That's it. We have no word on exactly what this serious medical emergency might be, but obviously hoping everyone in the family is okay. Yeah, I hope it's not the kids. And then her husband, of course, is motocross legend, so there's always a possibility something with that, too. Alicia Keys is denying anti-Semitic intent because of her Instagram post. Almost immediate backlash over something that she posted yesterday and has since deleted on her Instagram. It all has to do with a caption. You can see Alicia wearing uh, what looks like kind of a biker jacket. And the caption reads, question, what would you do if you weren't afraid of anything? Tell me your truth, dot, dot, dot. I've had my eyes on paragliding. Oh, and that's the problem. Um, Lots of people accused her of showing support for the terrorism in Israel. Oh, wow. Which has to do, obviously, with the fact that paragliders were used by Hamas as a method of infiltration. The comments are really awful. Someone saying, you're promoting the barbaric acts of the Hamas terrorists. Shame on you promoting violence against innocent people. You're endangering Jewish lives by celebrating violence against them. Use your platform for peace. What are you doing? That backlash was so quick, Alicia almost immediately deleting the post, later clarifying the post I shared earlier was completely unrelated in any way to the recent devastating loss of innocent lives. My heart's been breaking and I've done nothing but pray for and stand for peace. I mean, I can't imagine Alicia Keys in any way, shape, or form ever intended to make that connection. Just goes to show you what a tinderbox all of this is. Finally, if you were watching ABC on Sunday, you saw a huge moment from the upcoming airing of Once Upon a Studio. It's a short film that they're releasing to celebrate their 100-year anniversary. But here's what caught people's attention. The leg won't make a difference. It's all in the wrist. I haven't seen a fall like that since Rome. (laughs) Much better. That's a genie cameo, and you'll recognize Robin Williams' voice and none of those lines from the actual movie. A lot of people were really upset. They thought AI was behind this, and they thought that it was a really, really poor use of judgment, that that was taking away from his legacy. But sources and producers, as well as directors, reached out to Variety to say, nope, that's not the case at all. In fact, we were actually able to take outtakes from Robin's original recordings and piece those sentences together. Plus, we made sure to get full permission from his estate. There's there's nothing unruly here. There's nothing we're breaking. Because remember, a big part of the writer strike was the use of AI for things exactly like this. They're saying, no, this was all Robin and what he did decades ago. And his family was okay with that. And on top of it, I mean, obviously a legend in the Disney world, but uh, I'm sure really special for his family to hear him doing one of his most iconic roles In like a that. Way, yeah. yeah super All cool. of your celeb scoop at westmichiganstar.com. Mac and Schmitty trying to get you hooked up with some life-size dinosaurs that will be taking over Van Andel Arena this weekend. Yeah, and this is it. You have only the rest of this week to win your way in for Jurassic World Live. Unbelievable show. And tickets are going to the person that can give us today's number one answer. 100 men surveyed. Name a place where you don't want front row seats. 
Uh, you don't want front row seats at a comedy show. While it's great to be close to the comedian, I love it. You're going to get picked out of the yes. audience. They're going to be making roast fun of me. you. <laughs> Bring it on. I do. I would love that. See, they just roast my wife. They're like, you're here with him? Why are you here with him? It is a go-to. Yeah. yeah. All right, 616-458-1057. Caller 7, first chance at the number one answer. 100 men surveyed. Name a place where you do not want front row seats. And you can be headed to Jurassic World Live with Star 105.7. Good morning, Star. Who's this? Jenny. Jenny, where are you at this morning? I'm in Zealand. Right, uh, Jenny, let's see here. hundred guys were asked to name a place where you don't want front row seats, where you really don't want to be that close to everything going on. What do you think the top answer is there, Jenny? I kind of hate to say it, but maybe church. Kind of hate to say it, but maybe church. You know what? That's that's too close to the pastor or the priest. They can really see, you know, you're staring at the back of your hand a little bit, maybe checking your watch. That's not a good look when you're at church. But church is actually the number two answer, Jenny. So close. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Great guess. Hi, Star. Who's this? Lindsay Bailey. Lindsay, I just got a great guess from Jenny. When 100 dudes were asked to name a place where you don't want front row seats... She said the one that, uh, you know, churchgoers a little shy to say, but yeah, place of worship, your church. You're trying to avoid okay. the front row a little bit. That was the number two answer, though, so you got a chance here. What do you think it is, Lindsay? I'm going to guess, like, SeaWorld, like an aquarium show. Anywhere you got to wear a poncho is not the place you want to be front row, but SeaWorld is the number five answer. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Thank you. Yep. Hi, Star. Who's this? Oh, this is Samantha. Samantha, I've got a couple of really good guesses so far. When 100 guys were asked to name a place you don't want front row seats, I just heard SeaWorld. Yeah, you want to avoid getting wet at SeaWorld. That was the number five answer. And I heard church. Yep, uh, a little oh. too close there. Church was the number two <laughs> answer, though. So what do you think is the top answer? A movie theater? You know, when you're like... 10 years old, maybe, I don't know, 13 or so, you think sitting in the front row at the movie theater is going to be cool, but after that you realize that it's just a, a literal pain in the neck that you wind up with when you're sitting in the front row. Movie theater's the top answer. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to check out Jurassic World Live this weekend over at Van Andel. Well, thanks. We appreciate it. Oh, that's awesome. Who's going with you? Um, me and my son, Jason, was his answer. Well, congratulations. Well done, Jason. You guys got it. And those Jurassic World Live tickets will be up for grabs again tomorrow when we battle again. 8.15 here on Star 105.7. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. So Detroit Lions fans, I think safe to say, have been beyond desperate for a season like the one they are living right now. Winning its three road games, holding a record of five and one. And at all of those games, Lions fans have shown up but big time. And I thought it was so cool that players and coaching staff are now talking to the media about how much that means to them, a few players sat down with WXYZ in Detroit after the Tampa Bay game and said they've been so moved by the support. Amon Ross St. Brown said the road games, man, our fans have been awesome. When Tampa was on third down, it was so loud. They feel like home games for us. Linebacker Alex Anzalone said this is the best. I've never seen anything like this. Bar none, we have the best fan base 
in America. Even quarterback Jared Goff said, this is something really, really special. We do have the best fans, I'll say in the world, to come out, show up every time, and then we get a great win for them. Knowing we have the best fans in the world, it is now on us to give them something to cheer about, and we're going to keep it going. And I just thought that was something really cool to bring up because it's well-deserved for Lions fans. It really is. And if you see the photos, you see the videos, I mean, the Tampa Bay game on Sunday, it was probably 10 minutes after the end of the game, and there were thousands of people down, huddled as close to the field around the players they could, just losing their minds. Well, somebody had pointed out there was so much blue left at that game. It looked more like a Florida Gators game than it did a Tampa Bay game. It's just I wanted to shout you guys out. It must be really cool to hear your team speaking about you like that and to be as thankful for you as you are for them this season. As a Bears fan, does it kind of kill on the inside just a little bit? I mean, it doesn't. We've given up. Like, it's not (laughs) it's not going to be a good year for us. So it's cool that we get to see this. You guys are winning the draft this year. That's for sure. All right, Schmitty, uh, this is an interesting DoorDash uh, delivery. That's why I wanted to bring it up today. Uh, uh, David Eldridge of New Hampshire, he was patiently waiting for his McDonald's to show up. And, you know, he saw that dreaded thing when you order DoorDash, when your driver just stops someplace else. And you're like, what are you doing? Where Takes is my another food? order, yeah. yeah, well, his DoorDash driver was having a real bad time herself because turned out uh, she had been pulled over and was driving on a suspended license Ooh. and registration, Schmitty. And the police officers... Uh, acknowledged her situation, said she might have been getting bogged down sort of by administration stuff, and that was what was keeping her from being legitimate out on the roads. All the same, though, they had to impound her car. Mm. Not a good thing and really not good if you're David and you're waiting for that uh, McDouble to show up on your doorstep. Well, they actually gave the woman a ride home and then decided they were going to deliver the food for her. Uh, So officers Chris Blatter, as well as Officer Robert McCann, Went ahead and cop knocked on David's door just to let him know, hey, uh, we got your McDonald's and we also got your back here. This is what they had to say to their local news, WMUR. There's a police officer there. Sometimes administrative issues can jam you up and it's not really your fault. And so we did what we could to tell, try to help her on scene and then obviously help her with her, with her door dashed. After he left, I thought, maybe I should have given him a tip. Hmm. I mean, you're faced with the dilemma right there, Schmitty. It's you always po- tip. It's a police officer, yep. but he does have a bag of McDonald's. Do I open this door right now? Going above and beyond has a whole new definition. I like that. Uh, if you did tip, though, I believe they consider that a bribe. So not 100% sure if that works <laughs> out for you. Feeling good comes at you twice a day. Always here to tell you about something cool going on out in our world. We'll do it again tomorrow. 645 and 920 on Star 105.7. Mac and Schmitty in the morning. Weekday starting at 6 a.m. on Star 105.7.